Good morning to everybody. Bezras Hashem Mizbarach. We're up to Shir number 265. We're learning today. L'Refush Lema Rav Shmario Yosef Chaim Ben Pesha Miriam and Yerachmiel Elio Ben Esther Riva. Okay, moving right along in our Malacha of Borer. So I just want to mention that we are coming, Baruch Hashem, towards the end of Borer. We have another couple of Shirim, and then what I would like to do is do a quick synopsis, a quick review of the entire Borer, going through a schedule of the entire house on a regular Shabbos uh, Friday night and a regular Shabbos day, where the Shailas of Borer actually come up real quickly in a couple of Shirim, and like this we'll have a better understanding as to when these shilas come up in general in a scheduled Shabbos and also, of course, in the review and the Chazara to remember all the various details um, that we did learn in Borer. Also, I just want to mention that, as we know, we do two alternate two alternate malachas, um, one day this, one day that, one is food, one is not food. Now we're in the middle of the food malachas, which is borer, and Bezrus Hashem, and the other day we're doing malabin, which is not the food line. What I'd like to do, Bezrus Hashem, right after we finish borer, is start the malacha of toichen, which is grinding. has to do all the malachas of the malach of toichen, has to do with grinding foods, cutting foods very small, and so on, and going down that line with the uh, food aspect of it. Now, I just do want to mention, if anybody does have a preference to a different malacha in the food line, like Lush or something of the like, um, please let me know, text me, WhatsApp me, and we will try and figure it out. Maybe we would do a different malacha, but otherwise we will be starting the malacha of Tochen, Bezvah Hashem Belineid, as soon as we finish Borer. Interesting case came up, actually, over uh, Shabbos, Shabbos and Yom Tif. Um, this past Shabbos and Yom Tif, we were by somebody's house, and Outside, for whatever reason, there was a fireman that had to open up a fire hydrant and a lot of brown water started coming out. We came into the people's house and they put on the water in the sink and the water was also brown. Apparently, every time that the fireman or whatever opens up the hydrant to clean it out, the water turns brown, um, you know, coming out of the sink. And it's pretty much brown to the extent where one would not drink it. So, interesting, Shaila comes up, would I be able to take that water um, and put it into, let's say, like a britter and, you know, just filter it out so that I could drink it? So the answer would be no, because we mentioned in the past, we learned the halacha, that if water is not drinkable, in this case it was brown, whereby nobody would drink it, uh, it, was, it was even questionable to wash our hands in it, you know, to wash for a lecha mishnah or the like, but if I take that water and, and it's not drinkable, and now I want to strain it out, out, let's say like in a britter or in some sort of a straining process whereby you just pour it in and it strains it out and then it becomes nice and clean and, and uh, drinkable, one would not be allowed to do that due to the fact that the water was brown and not drinkable. So I just an interesting um, example happened to have come up over Shabbos and Yom Tif, that Well, Yom Tif, it wouldn't really apply, but more on Shabbos and we see an interesting case how you know, it's it's uh, it's lamaisa. Sometimes one thinks about you know, well, we have water, not drinkable. I mean, our water is always drinkable. We open up in general. The average house um, opens up the faucet, opens up the sink, and the water that comes out is drinkable. Okay, it's, uh, some some like people like it a little bit better for for you know, sanitize or whatever. Especially today, so they'll put it into a brita, they'll put it into a filtering process. But lamaisa, most people who drink the regular water. Um, you know, some people, are, but but like we said, if somebody's very mocked on the bugs that are like it, would talk be a problem putting in filters into the sink before Shabbos into um, the faucet. So in general, the water, but, but in general, the water on a Sunday or Monday that comes out is pretty much, according to the city or whatever, drinkable water. But this water that came out brown was an interesting case of not drinkable water, thereby filtering out that water, making it drinkable, would taka be Asr on Shabbos.
I saw another interesting Shaila uh, brought down the Sefer Al-Mashulich, which people sometimes we don't think of. That is, we have the, sometimes, especially now, which has passed Shabbos and Yom Tif and Gesund Tehet, that sometimes people have dishes in the sink, various dish, dishes in the sink, um, and now one needs more, either one needs more space in the sink, um, number one, or number two, somebody just wants to prepare the dishes so they'll be easier to wash. So what one wants to do, you know, there's a whole mixture of dishes and silverware in the sink, so I'm going to put all the forks on one side, I'll put all the cups on one side. On the other side, then I, I might put, uh, you know, the forks over here and the, the, the knives over here, even though they're all dirty. Um, so again, I need either, either I need more room or I want to get them ready for washing. So to go ahead and separate them, forks here, knives here, cups here, and the like, would have to be a little bit of a larger sink, but to go and separate them all like that, each in its various place, even though they're all dirty, I'll put my forks on this side of the sink, I'll put my knives on this side of the sink, and I'm masader them. In other words, I make them in a seder, I put my, my glasses on this side of the sink. So again, even, even though one is doing it to have more room or to get them ready for washing or whatever it is, one should be careful not to do that because again, he does have a mixture and he is separating each item uh, for whatever the reason is. So separating from a mixture in such a case also would go into a problem of borer. So it brings down the Sefer Ayel Meshulish on uh, page Kuf Nun Dalad. Now that case would apply only where one just wants to separate. I'm putting all my forks here, knives here, and so on. He's separating the whole mixture. But if one just pulls out, let's say I pull out stam kol liyode, as we said in the past, one just pulls out a fork. I wash it, and then I dry it. I put it back in its place in the drawer. That will be perfectly fine. I'm not separating anything. I'm just pulling out. I pull out a glass. Whatever happens to come to my hand, I wash. In the case where one is allowed to wash dishes, let's say on Shabbos, and he needs them for that day, or the like, or Yom if he needs them for that day, I'll pull out whatever comes to my hand. I have a glass in my hand. I wash that put it on the side, dry it, and put it in its proper place, just um, whatever comes to my hand, that would be perfectly fine. It's only the question where one goes ahead and separates each thing separately before he does the action of either washing or because of the fact that one needs the room in the sink. Would, well, only then would it be usser. One more quick quick item I saw in the Sefer El Meshulish that might pertain, you know, apply to people in general, we mentioned last time that one is allowed to put a um, either a cloth or a paper towel over a cup and drink through that if he feels that there might be some dirt in one's um, drink. Let's say one is drinking or there's, let's say, orange juice and that one doesn't want the orange juice to pulp from the orange juice and they drinks through the um, through the mapa. It's called a mapa through the uh, either cloth or paper towel. It covers it. As long as he drinks it right away, he puts it on top of the cup and drinks through that even though it's straining out what was in inside of the um, drink, it is fine because that is called derech achila. So you have orange juice, you have sometimes you have the pulp, one wants to hold back, sometimes you have a tea bag in a case where tea, uh, let's say, was made before Shabbos and you still have the tea bags, the tea bag sometimes tears or whatever, and you have little tea leaves sometimes in the tea. I know by myself sometimes it happens and people are a little bit disgusted by it, they don't want to drink the tea with the tea leaves floating around, or they might feel there might be something else inside, so to put a cloth, like we said last time, or a paper towel, a pre-cut, pre-cut paper towel on top of the drink, and to drink through that, we said, would be perfectly fine to withhold the tea leaves or to withhold the pulp from the orange juice or the like. That would also be okay. Like we mentioned, I just wanted to bring across, I saw the interesting case of Ayal Mashulash with the tea leaves, that that happens quite often, that one has a tea bag Again, in case where it was made before Shabbos or the like, or in a case where one would be allowed to make it on Shabbos and the tea bag tour, just to put a cloth or pre-cut paper towel to withhold it while drinking would be okay. Everybody, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful Atzlacha Dekadei Kultov.